You're listening to the Pastors Leadership Podcast, where ministry leaders of all ages gather to listen to relevant conversations about leadership and effective ministry to God's people across the globe. Each episode is brought to you by Pastors Leadership Network and PLN Mastermind Groups, where leaders meet together to sharpen iron, encourage, inspire, and help each other grow closer to the Lord while growing their ministries. Now here's your host, PLN founder and pastor, Les Hughes. Well, hey everybody, I want to talk to you pastors or leaders here for the next few minutes on how to have shorter and more productive staff meetings for you and your team. So if you've been in organizations for any amount of time at all, you probably know how frustrating it is to be a part of a meeting that you don't believe is necessary maybe to begin with, and then it starts late, people kind of wander in, and then you end up meeting longer than you believe that you need to. And then maybe even worst of all, when you leave the meeting, nobody really knows if you decided anything. And if you did decide something, you're really not sure about what you need to do. So then when you come back in for the next meeting and you go through the agenda of everything that should have been done since the last meeting, things haven't been done and you end up having to go back and sort of do the whole thing over again. It can be very, very frustrating, not only for leaders of an organization, but anybody that's a member of the team. So let me talk to you just for a few minutes about some principles to keep in mind that I promise you they're they're just about guaranteed to have more productive meetings and certainly ones that are shorter. Okay. So let me give you just a few of these things. One one is um, to start and end the meeting on time and said a different way, establish a start time for the meeting and an end time for the meeting. And then more importantly, stick to it, stick to it. In other words, don't just say, Hey, we're going to be meeting Monday morning at eight o'clock without any end in mind, unless you want to leave it open-ended because you do anticipate a very long discussion or maybe some strategic planning and something that's more open-ended. I would I would argue that it's probably better to have an end to time anyway, just stretch it out some. So instead of saying we're going to meet from eight to nine o'clock, if it's going to be a half a day meeting, you can say we're going to meet meet from eight to noon, and then if you're done by eleven, wrap it up, you know, and and finish early. Hey, nobody will complain if you finish a meeting early. Now I may go back and drill down a little bit more because each of these principles can be another topic or a lesson all its own. So I'm just going to kind of do some touch and goes to keep it short. So if you keep your your meetings, start them when you say you're going to start them, end them on time or preferably sooner, man, you'll be a hero right there. And by the way, if you start your meetings on time, if you don't start your meetings on time, just remember this principle, what gets rewarded gets repeated. <clears throat> so if you have some people kind of, kind of, uh, you know, saunder in several meetings after the meeting has already started, or maybe it's a Zoom call and they kind of pop in there. If you train, if you train them that you're gonna, you're gonna wait for the stragglers before you ever start, then that'll first of all condition them that it's okay to come in whenever they. Uh, whenever it's convenient for them, but it also, in a negative way, it trains the people that are already that are on the call and respect one another enough to be on there at the time that you start, 
then what you've what you've done is you've told them that their time is not as valuable and it's perfectly all right if they want to stagger in a few minutes late. It's just not a good practice. If you do that, I can almost guarantee you that that pattern will continue. But if you go ahead and start on time and the people that are a little bit late just miss a few minutes, then what's going to happen is you'll find that they'll make that more of a priority to be there when you say that the meeting is going to start because they know, you know what, if he if he or she says that the meeting is going to start at nine o'clock, boy, it's going to start at nine o'clock. And if we're late, we're going to miss something. So what you reward will get repeated. The second thing, so just start it and end it on time or even end it a little bit early. The second thing is to have an agenda for your meeting, and if possible, before the meeting time, maybe even a couple of days, as you're putting together the agenda for the meeting, ask for input from your team members. This will help them to have a a sense of anticipation that something that they believe is a priority will be on the agenda for that day, and it just will help them pay more uh, attention and have, have a more interest if they actually have skin in the game. It also just helps in the communication all the way around between you and your team members. Um, Even if it's a general agenda, a, a, a general agenda is better than not one at all. Okay, just a roadmap. And speaking of agenda, the agenda of your meeting, it would, you would do well to have three parts of it. And again, we could drill down later at each of these specifics, but I would have three parts to your meeting. Okay, or three components. One is information. There are just things in the meeting that people need to hear. You don't have to make a decision about them. There's no sense of urgency that they're, but they do, you don't need a lot of input, but they do need to know the information. So uh, in addition of a team member or uh, some changes that need to be made, you've already, maybe you've already discussed them. Maybe you've already made decisions. It's just, but not everybody was in the room when the decision was made. So you're passing out information. The second part of the agenda is discussion. Now, there are, this is where we come back to what it, uh, how frustrating it is sometimes to talk and talk and talk about an issue, but then never make a decision. This will, and that leads to frustration. So if you have a part of your meeting that can just be discussion, and it's just discussion, that takes the pressure off of having to make a decision today. Maybe you don't want to make a decision today. If you're like many leaders, we just need information. We need some time. We need prayer and attention being put to that. We need to bounce it off some trusted advisors. But you do want a lot of input from the team. And so you can announce, you can announce at that point in time. Now, we're just going to, we're going to discuss every facet of this today that we can discuss. We, but we don't have to make a decision today. That takes the pressure off. Okay, you're just wanting input. And then the third component is action now or decision or action, I would say. And so that is, yes, we can't just talk about this today. Now it's time to make a call here. So before we leave this room, we need to make a decision here. It's just so people love clarity and that gives a great deal of clarity about what you're there for. And then uh, the last a part or the last thing that can help you have a more a shorter and a more productive meeting is to actually, when there are some action steps and decision that needs to be made, assign those action steps to people that are actually in that room or an assignment to bring in somebody if they're not in that room and then uh, make yourself an, a note also to follow up with that person 
whatever it is. So it may be a full delegation. This is your deal, and I don't want to hear from you until it's done. Or it might be, this is your deal, but keep me posted on what goes on. I mean, there are different levels of delegation. But assign those things that really need to be done. Make sure that somebody has the assignment to do those things and is accountable to those things for follow-up later on, okay? And make sure that everybody hears the same thing as to who is supposed to do what. All right, you do those things, I promise you, you'll probably have a shorter meeting and I guarantee you the meeting will be more productive. Hope that helps. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pastors Leadership Podcast. If you appreciate what you've just heard, you can say thanks by leaving us a review on iTunes or share it with other ministry leaders. Be sure to visit the show notes for all links and resources mentioned in this episode. And to learn more about PLN Mastermind Groups, check us out at pastorsleadershipnetwork.com. Mm-hmm.